Welcome, citizens. I'm your host, Allie Grauer, and this is Warda. Warda is a production of Whimsy and Artifice. If you haven't already, visit welcometowarda.com to explore on your own. This audio episode of Warda Curiosities is pulled from the weekly live stream we host on the One Shot Podcast Network's Twitch stream. The One Shot Podcast Network is home to many fantastic podcasts and live stream shenanigans, including the One Shot Podcast, Campaign, Adventure, Backstory, and more. We just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who has backed the Dungeon Dome, the Kickstarter run by James D'Amato on the One Shot Podcast Network, through the last month or so. If you've contributed to this already, thank you. Drew and I are both involved in the project, and we're so excited to get started and share everything with you. If you haven't backed it yet, you have until August 10th. Hurry up and get on that. It's going to be awesome. Another announcement we'd like to make is that I, Allie, will be attending Gen Con for the very first time ever this year. Gen Con is in Indiana, as you probably already know, from August 17th through the 20th. If you're going to be there, send us a note. Tweet at us at Welcome to Warda or shoot us a line at Welcome to Warda at gmail.com. I'd love to meet people at Gen Con and I'd love to hear your thoughts in person. Let us know. Sit back and enjoy this episode of Warda Curiosities. Greetings, citizens, and welcome back to Warda. We are so excited here to be having game four, episode four of Warda Curiosities. Welcome back to everybody that's in the chat. Uh, welcome back to our players. We have JJ on the ones and twos. Thank you, JJ, for setting everything up. Thank you, JJ. And we also have Mel here in the studio hanging out and making sure we don't mess anything up. So <laughs> that's always good. Uh, I'm Allie, and as you can see, I am not Drew. <laughs> what? What? When did this happen? I have been fooled. Uh, it was a, it was a teleportation spell, you guys. I thought it was strange like, that you just... didn't have a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. No hats. No hats. No hats. No hats. Uh, Drew is going to be in the chat tonight, uh, hanging out. I believe we'll see if he if he's in there. Um, but I am GMing the game tonight. Woo! Yay! Right. I don't know, you guys. We'll see what happens. Okay, so we're going to get started here. Um, we're going to start with a cold open. Um, we have a scene. Uh, picture yourselves somewhere above the city of Amengrad. It's very late at night. Um, not a lot of the streetlights are even still on in this neighborhood um, because it's so late at night that it's almost dawn. It's very dark. Um, there's a light fog in the streets. Very, very quiet. No dogs barking, no birds chirping yet. It's that stillness and the dark. Um, down the street comes Isley Morris, the ingenue from the <gasps> opera house. Oh. She is trashed, and she has makeup smeared, and her hair is coming down, and like her shawl is a little bit tussled and ripped. and She's looking a little worse for wear, but she seems like she's... Just tired. Not necessarily in bad spirits, but tired. She stumbles down the street to her apartment, 
She climbs the stair, one stair at a time, almost losing her shoe a couple times, leaning heavily on the wall for support. Um, and she finally gets into her apartment. She shuts the door, locks it behind her, drops the keys on the ground. And she turns around, and she can feel that there's someone in the room. She can't see anybody. It's dark. So she goes for her keys again on the ground. And when she stands up, there's a figure right in front of her. And before she can even scream, he's on her. And he grabs her by the hair and throws her across the room, knocking over several chairs and uh, dropping her on the floor on the carpet. She starts to scream hysterically, but the scream kind of like rings in her ear like it has a weird immediate echo inside her own brain. And she realizes in her panic that the room has a silencer spell on it. Oh my God. No, no, no. And the figure comes across the room and kind of like rolls his shoulders back a couple of times. And she turns and she throws her hands up very dramatically, desperately, her whole body shaking. Please don't know anything. And she's talking even though it's echoing in her own ear, hoping that they can hear her. And the figure says in this distorted, garbled voice, you don't have anything I need. And he comes towards her, and she's throwing her hands at him and screaming, no, please, please, I'll give you dares, anything. I know things, I know things, secret things that Yashara told me when she was drunk. And he stops, and he pulls her up by like her cheeks. And he says, that's why you have to die. And he throws her to the ground, and the camera pans out the window into the quiet street as he's beating her. And um, it pans out into the quiet street, and as the wall passes the camera, um, it's immediately quiet. You can't hear a thing. And that's how we're going to start our first you episode. Locked. OK, so here we are. Um, let's get started, guys. Yeah, Let's do this. So. Uh, Amberlar. Yes. Where's Fennel? Where's Fennel? Yeah. All right, so, so how much time has passed since the last game? It's, it's like, it's like nine or ten in the morning the next day. Hmm. Where are you and where's Fennel? <laughs> that is a good question. Um, that is a good question. Uh, That's what people want to know. <laughs> people have questions. Uh, I would say that, um, we are, uh, passed out asleep, um, and the, uh, and, like, is there, like, like, the locker rooms where we were? We didn't go home. We just stayed there. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, a, there's, like, a lounge, like, yeah. a parlor, like, yeah, so we like fell asleep on the couch there, waiting for uh, Corgan Vance to come back. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I mean, we're kind of like, I think she's like asleep on my on my shoulder, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm asleep as well. Yeah, like the scattered remains of the yummery takeout order on the yes. floor. Yes, like, there's like crumbs all over you. Mm-hmm. And I'm having dreams about it. <laughs> I know it's about the night before, and not like that was a hell of a night. There's a lot going on in the last couple of days for you. Yeah. It's no wonder you're trying to catch some shut-eye, because yeah. you've been going for like 48 hours here. Essentially, yeah. So you're in on the couch in the locker room, and Fennel is sort of leaning on your shoulder. Um, 
Okay. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> just, just checking. Just wanted to make sure. Um, okay. So we're actually, do you, do you want to wake up at this point? Do you want to, or do you want to like, are you still going to wait for uh, the captain to come back? No, let's say I wake up. Okay. That seems more interesting. Okay. So yeah, wake up and I see that she's on my shoulder and I'm looking around just, okay, so that last night wasn't a dream. <laughs> and I kind of like try to like grab something like a towel or something so that I can like get up and like scooch up so that she doesn't like like wake up mm -hmm. and trying to get up and like dust myself off and find like another one to put it over as a blanket mm -hmm. and then go back out into the main hall to see if Corrigan has arrived. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, you managed to like shuffle her off onto the couch um, delicately and she's, she's snoring very quietly. <laughs> um, not like, like an, like an awful snore, just like a snore. And mm -hmm. um, she sort of like cuddles back into the couch without, without waking up. Mm -hmm. And you head out into sort of the main corridor for the office and uh, you know, people are starting to arrive starting to get ready, um, the earlier shift of the day, um, the secretaries and things like that. Um, and so you head out into the office and you're looking for Corgan Vance, right? Yeah. Okay, so you head Captain, out. Captain, it better be back by now. I sent, I sent that pixie uh, last night to go relay the information, so mm -hmm. hopefully Corgan's back by now. Yeah, and so you head out um, and Corgan Vance's secretary, um, one of the secretaries, Mm -hmm. is at the desk outside of his office and she looks up and she's like where have you been right back there is is, is the captain back yet did you sleep here <laughs> yeah Emberlar, night. you you smell like he's left here well, that's because i did why did you sleep here because i don't know if you noticed there was a horror like there was a huge case going on last night a lot happened and i'm trying to tell the captain about it is he back yet well the captain and a lot of other people were all out on the case. Where were you? Here, waiting for him to come back. Like I have already said, I sent a pixie to go get him to come back because I, I'm not going to even this. Is the captain back yet or not? Well, that depends. On. Are you working today? I'm here, aren't I? Yeah, but are you working? Yes, I'm working. Or are you going to start paying rent on the locker room? Is the captain back, yes or no? I don't know. I haven't seen him. She goes back to her paperwork. Oh, okay. uh, and <laughs> I go to his office and I, do, I open the door. Uh, he's in there. Corgan Vance is in there. And he looks up uh, and she like darts by the, the secretary darts by the door and she's like, and, but you go in anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like going through stuff. He looks really bloodshot and like exhausted. Yes. And he looks up and he's like, where the hell have you been? Here! Did no one get my message? I... Okay. Did you sleep in the locker room again? <laughs> That's not the... I was here waiting for you! I have... Er, okay, we're moving right past this. Alright. What time... How long have you been back? What, have you, where have you like been? Like, an hour or two. Okay. I need to debrief you. Shut the door. Alright. So, after you left, a lot happened. Apparently, we ran, into, we ran into a hand of Amon that we thought was responsible for the murder or something at the time. She had a glamour on. Long story short, we fought her. We get her to, she's helped us out. Wait, wait, wait. Who's we? Me and some people that you asked me to, I, I deputized some people. 
Have you? All right, go on. <laughs> yes, people help me out. Tracked her down. She helped, took us out to this one place where she was saying that she had a contact or something that could help us out. We got there. Now we have a couple different suspects. One of which I think is Lutado Serene. Who were the other? Uh, who were the other suspects? Um, we have um, Chet Stockington. Um, he was uh, a former lover of Yashara. Uh, wilted, he might have done it. I don't think he has. Uh, he has experience with, uh, interactions with Lutado Serene through the uh, uh, the uh, Agriculture Guild. He is uh, has a vest on him that is been enchanted with an illegal listening charm um, that he's being, so I believe he's being spied on. He has sensitive information. There's also been the, 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 the Laguna fruit had traces of raw magic. Uh, yeah. And that's what you've got. <laughs> yeah, I think that, is that, I think that's a lot. Don't you? I mean, the, a hand of almond was there purposefully. A hand of almond. A hand of almond, yes. One of the elite. Yeah. Special forces for the dare himself. Yeah. I see. You don't believe me. All right. Doesn't matter if you don't believe me. It happened. She... I didn't say I don't believe you. I'm just saying this is a little bit much. And now your only suspect is Lutaro Serene. Emberlaw, you realize how ridiculous this sounds. Well, when you put it like that, yeah. Yes. But, but it's, it, it's a lead. It is a lead. Do you, well, do you, do you happen to have anything? <laughs> a lead on Lutaro Serene. That's really hilarious uh, from someone who stayed in the locker room again. Raw magic on the Laguna fruit. Yes. That turned her to stone. Well, don't say it like she didn't turn to stone. Well, she did turn to stone, but exactly. I didn't think said... raw magic was going to be a part of your fairy tale. Well, I mean, every tale I tell is a, is a fairy tale. Not necessarily your half-gene Nefridi. Do you have anything else? Anything at all? There was also a, um, her ingenue, um, Isley Morris, she was also, we had her, like, locked up at the, at the, uh, the You what? The, she was, we, she was at the, the, the hall, the gala. She was there, and I had somebody who interviewed her said that she had a lot of pent-up aggression, hated her, wanted her dead, wanted her gone. And so she's also another suspect, someone we could look into. I don't know where she is at the moment, though. Did you not find her at the, uh, at the gala? I mean, last I checked, we had her, like, back in one of the dressing rooms. We didn't find her at the gala, no. Isley Morris is dead. There was a robbery at her flat last night. Whole place was ransacked, furniture broken. She fought their attacker off, and what, what was taken? We have yet to determine that. Okay, so theoretically, nothing could have been taken. It could have been staged to look like a, a robbery. Are you listening to yourself right now? Someone else is dead, and you want to talk about staging a crime scene? 
Well, do you have any evidence on who might have done it? It was a robbery, Emberla. I'm just saying it's convenient that we have this Yashara turned to stone. We have a suspect who we have a couple, one of which you think is ridiculous, but one that is but more grounded suddenly turns up dead the day after. That's not at least a little bit suspicious, Captain. As far as we can gather, a lot of the people who left the gala after you let them out... I didn't let anyone out! There was a hand of Amin. She broke through your I don't spell. want to hear it, Embrella. After you let them out, a lot of the people who left the gala had a lot of feelings about being kept there. And a lot of them went to go drink. Now, it's not too far out of your realm of possibility, is it? That she went to go drink and probably got followed home by somebody who was going to take advantage of her? No. It's possible. As far as we can tell, that's all we've got. It was a robbery. It looks like somebody followed her into a, her apartment, forced her, to, forced her into the place, and ransacked it. She got in the way and she was killed. We have a team out there now looking at it. Now, are you working today? Why are people asking? I'm, yes, I'm working today. All right. You better start working on something then, shouldn't you? My day just started, so yeah, I'm, that's what I'm gonna do. I, the, the, my first priority and was to And at that moment, the door opens and Fennel comes in. And she has not arranged herself in a way that looks very good for either of you. <laughs> <laughs> and Corgan Vance stops in mid-word and goes, Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Emberlaw. I wouldn't have bothered you about it if I did Morning, Fennel. <laughs> and Fennel's like, um, the report on my desk says that Isley Morris is dead. Thought you'd want to know. Thanks, Fennel. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, and she leaves, and Tori Vance is like, not in the locker room again. Please, not again. Did nothing happened. We ate food. out. <sighs> he sends you out, and the secretary's like, <laughs> "Good job, Emberlar. Good job." I take my little, little I spark a little like she, she's holding paper in her and hand. She's like, she's like, ah! <laughs> shoot a little fire magic over. <laughs> Just keep walking. So we're gonna cut over to uh, the Curiosity Shop on, what is it, 119? Silver Street. Silver Street. It's the Curiosity Shop that Owen owns mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and has mm -hmm. established. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and when last we left you, uh, you, Tippin had put Chet in the back room, right? I knocked him out. Knocked him out. <laughs> yes. and, Punched um, his lights out. And. So excessive. <laughs> 
slap me. I oh, that's right. He did abuse you. you. Okay, yeah. never mind. I take yeah. it back. I take it's it not back. my it's fault that I can slap harder. Mm, true. You can. And uh, Owen uh, had locked Alfred Brillum in a cage. <laughs> so, like Tiffin idea. had gone to go get the remaining Laguna fruit that he hid. Ah, from the opera house. Yeah. That's right. So let's say that you did that and you have that hidden in, in the back room somewhere. Yeah, he would have yeah. taken the actual fruit and then the little pod that he took for himself as yeah. well. Yeah, so you've hidden those in the back room of the curiosity shop. Owen, what, what are you doing when you, what happens when you wake up? Um, I wake up and I get dressed and have some tea and then I go out and I check on the man in the, or I mean the, um, he's a brownie, He's a brownie, right? Yeah. I go check on the brownie in the cage. The cage is empty. It's also <laughs> like been wrenched apart and the lock has been smashed. Um, and there's this funny smell in the air. <laughs> Can I look around and see if I notice <laughs> yeah. what it yeah. is? Should yeah. I roll for that? Yeah, go ahead. I have a pretty high note. <laughs> that is a three. <laughs> it's a three. Mm-hmm. So it smells like, what does it smell like, chat room? <clears throat> There's a weird smell in the air um, in the shop. What does it smell like? Is it bad? Is it just annoying? What is it? What does, it's probably not. <laughs> uh, what is the smell that Owen smells? <laughs> and uh, what are you looking for? I'm looking around for like traces of anything like excrement or something <laughs> that he tore apart okay. or anything that he's broken besides the cage, just anything out of place. Yeah, it smells like sulfur with a hint of lavender. Ah, oh, interesting. And it's weird, and it bothers you because you don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. um, so you're hunting around. Um, the cage is empty. The lock is smashed. There's other stuff that's been like tipped over and like dumped out on the floor. It looks like a, a teenager had a tantrum in here. Well, this is going to be interesting to clean up. I start like moving things back to where they go. Okay. And Tippin, where are you? Um, I think Tippin is, oh no, I know exactly what Tippin wants to be doing. Uh, he wants to follow that spell that's on uh, Chet's vest. Oh, you're gonna go that chase he located. that? Yeah, he wants to chase that. I think he would um, kind of fill Owen in mm -hmm. on stuff in like a separate room because mm -hmm. he's still not completely sure how yeah. the So where's Chet works. at this point? Is he still he's passed in out and, oh, okay. Yeah, he's in the back room. He's passed out on the floor. Um, it's like a well, like the size of like the tip of my finger. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> um, so Tippin, are you getting up from your little house on the windowsill? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'd get up from his little uh, spot on the windowsill, and um, so the vest. Did you see this? Did you see? And I point to all of the and stuff. And the smell hits you, Tippin. <sighs> The smell is bigger than you, Tippin. Uh, he's gone. He's gone. Alfred's gone. Yeah. And I don't know where that smell is coming from. Uh, I don't even know if I want to find out. Maybe we should just leave for a while. Maybe we should just. I don't know if it'll air out. I think. Well, we'll open that. I'm gonna call. I should call. I'm gonna call somebody to okay, have well, this. Um, I have. 
Tippin will do the rest of this with his nose plug. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I <laughs> want to check out um, something with the best. So I wasn't able oh, to okay. tell you. Uh, the best is enchanted. Emberlar found out that's that why you were all en- being so weird last night about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's enchanted with a listening spell, so don't talk too close to him. Um, also, uh, the vest has a tiny, 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 like like me sized, not even me sized, smaller than me sized trace <laughs> of the uh, like the wild magic oily stuff that we found on the fruit. It's the same from the fruit. The oh. same one from the fruit. So I, I want to check where it's going to because I followed the magic and it's like this thread that leads out of the vest into. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What are we going to do about Chet? I don't know. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> well. So I just say we take the vest off of him and take the vest and leave Chet somewhere okay. else. All right. You know, somewhere where he can't, you know. Um, I'm going to send a pixie to Embrolar and uh, tell him where Chet is at because I feel like Chet is a suspect. So I think we should just, like, send a little pixie over to M. And he can he can know where Chet's at. I say we just dump Chet somewhere and let people. You find don't him. like Chet, no. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and send the pixie. I send the pixie, and uh, to Emberlar to let him know where Chet is at, mm. just in case he needs to be found. Okay. Again. So you you st- you open the door. Um, smell follows you out, but it doesn't seem to be getting better. It like in fact like the fresh air makes it a little bit worse. So, like, you try to do this quickly. What is this? Can, I want to roll, like, a notice okay. to see if I can find where this smell is okay. coming from. Witcher senses. Oh, no. no. Oh. <laughs> Tiffin has no idea. Your nose literally falls off. Your, your senses are overwhelmed <laughs> with how weird and bad the smell is <laughs> Wait, and what it makes like you feel this. on the inside. This, this are we still the... inside right now or did we step out? So you opened the door to like flag down a pixie. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. assume you're not sending. Right. I'm not sending Tiffin. Yeah. Right. So you got to so, go flag yeah, somebody I down. Go to flag down and when pixie. you open the door, the smell gets worse. <laughs> like Tiffin can't even like see right now. He's a little bit like. <laughs> Is it? I'm gonna grab a drink of water. Can I roll like? (laughs) Is it a magic thing that he's done, like a spell? Can I roll like an Arcanica to see if I can figure Um, out if it's a spell that he's done to make everything? Yeah, if you want to roll an Arcanica, we can try to determine if it's a magical smell. That is, gah! It's a two. Can I roll an Academia to find out? <laughs> what kind of excrement brownies can do <laughs> and how to get rid of said excrement you and can, like what yeah. it smells like and Remember whatever. you guys have all these yeah. reputation points. I know you it's early. Have, I'm going to, you go. I'm just I have a high academia. You go first. So. Okay. You have PDFs on what all of the um, It's a 3. The excrement, yeah, yeah, we do. It's a 3. Yeah, 3 um, academia. The smell you are smelling is not poop. It's not Well, we know it's, it's not poop. <laughs> It's worse than that, and we it's worse poop. outside. Poop you get clean up. I feel like it. It's Magical. it's in my nose. How is it? Is it, he's corrupted fresh air? I don't understand. Can I? Re, I'm gonna Can spend a, a reputation to re-roll for this. All right, come on, come on, blow on him. <laughs> Tippin, it's still I, a two. Uh, at a two. You're pretty sure it's magic, but you're not sure what it is. Mm, okay. You're not sure what that smell is us, or where it came from. I didn't do anything to him. You locked him in a cage. Well, what was I supposed to do? He broke into my shop. So, I thought yeah, it was a fair punishment. While you guys are bickering on this front stoop, <laughs> a 
a pixie flies by and like stops midair and goes, oh my gosh, what is that? Ah, oh, my brain, it hurts, my brain. What is that smell? And she's like floundering in like your aura just outside the shop. Miss <laughs> uh, Pixie, uh, do you have what? a name? You have a name? A what? Do, uh, could you just, could you have a name? This is Tippin. Hi. Am I in trouble? No. No, I just, you know, Tippin has a name. What's that smell? It's, um, it's, there's somebody working, uh, in the floor, uh, next door. Oh. And they're just, it's smelly. Okay. Can you, can you send a message for me? Yeah, of course. Embrilar Ardeo, tell him that we have, um, the vest-wearing Chet. The vest-wearing Chet. In the back storeroom. In the back storeroom. Of... 119 Silver Street. Of 119 Silver Street. Okay. Correct. Okay. And that's all. That's it. Look, this is, and this is for a tip for you. For what? You know what? You're right. Never mind. Um, I'm just trying to be generous. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. very generous of you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that smell goes away. Thank for you. you. Thank you. Me too. We're working on it. But that's all. You can go. Thank you. And she flies off. Um, cast a spell on our home. It's worse outside. It's on our home. It's worse it's outside, though. So I'm thinking, I have no idea. I have I no idea. I think it's on our home and just our home. It's Maybe. to keep people out of the shop, which actually might not be a bad thing. Do you go but... back inside? <laughs> yeah, we could go back inside. Okay, when you shut the door, it gets a little bit lighter. It's on our walls. Outside. Well, let's focus on something else. To keep business let's focus away. on well, we'll fo let's focus to destroy on something your else. Business. Let's follow this lead. Let's follow this lead that you have. I'm just going to say that I'm uncomfortable. If we have if we meet a person, you are not allowed to lock them in anything. Ah. Uh. Fair, fair. I will do no okay. locking because of this is a bad a person thing. I don't even today. know what happened to Isley, but you locked her in a closet and you locked this guy in a cage. Now our house stinks. <laughs> you cannot blame all of this on me. I'm doing my best here with these skills that I have, which happen to be locking, locking people, people in things and lock picking. So I could have unlocked the door to let her out, but things got complicated and there was a vest that was listening to people and then we left and she was, I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure she's fine. She probably got somebody, Corgan Vance, I'm sure went, found her and she's probably being interrogated right now because she's a suspect because she could have killed Yashara. We don't know. You know how. I, I don't think it was Yashara. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think she killed Yashara. Well, I don't really think that oh, either. Yeah. I was just trying to dig myself out of a hole. That's all. Yeah, it's, so, it's pretty deep. So. Are you guys going to... So, <laughs> let's you, go. What are you doing? Let's, let's follow go. the best. Sorry. We just, God, this what, is what very important here? to tip in. Yeah, what are we doing here? We are following the vest. I want to take the vest and I want to follow the smell wherever so it leads So you have to, to go into the kitchen to take the vest off of sleeping yeah, chat. I want to take the vest off of it. Okay, I need also, you to roll Also, maybe dip his get... fingers in cold water. So you water. both go in there? Yeah, I okay. go in there too. Um, Um, I'm going to need you both to roll a stealth to get the vest off of him. You go first. Oh, Ooh, uh, that's, that's a five. Okay, great. Yeah, get that out of the way. <laughs> that is a one. Okay. A little less stealthy than my cohort. 
I'm also the size of your hand. That's so. true. Tiffin, what did you have? I got a five. Okay. Um, so you guys head into the kitchen where Chet is unconscious on the floor. He's lying face down, which will make it really easy for you to take the vest off of mm -hmm. him, right? Um, and Tippin goes and kind of positions himself and starts like easing him out of the vest. And Owen comes in um, to help <coughs> and starts sneezing. <clears throat> it's the smell. I can't stop. <laughs> I mean, it's the smell. I can't and stop. Chet kind of stirs. I a hit him in the back of the head. What? <laughs> 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 I don't want him to wake up. Just like just I a tap, though, right? Like, yeah, like a love tap, but also okay. not much love in it. Um, I hate tap. <laughs> I don't so want to kill he, him. He, he lies still. Uh, roll me. Both of you, roll me another stealth to get the best off him. If you're going to judge me for blocking people and things, I'm going to start judging you for punching people. Hit me first. Uh, that's a two. And a three. Okay. I've stopped sneezing at this so point. So you've stopped sneezing, yep. You you manage to get the vest off of him. Um, are you going to put it in anything to try to, like, contain it? Or are you just going to carry it? Or are you going to wear it? What are you going to do? I don't want to wear it. Well, I can't wear it. Um, I mean, you there, can't wear it. Can I? I don't want to tell you you can't do something, Tiffin, but like you really can't wear this vest. Can I fashion like a bag that would be what I know a spell that you could just like. have a bag? We, well, we, yeah. We like, live in a, a shop. bag. Well, yes, a bag. <laughs> but we put, put, the thing, put the vest in a bag, but also put a spell on it so that it is silenced. That's a good question. Roll me an Arcanica. While she's doing that, I just want to find one a bubble of cold water and on, dip um, <laughs> Chet's fingers in it <laughs> and just leave it there. I, a six. Okay, yeah. You have a, you have a, like a satchel that's big enough to put the vest mm -hmm. in, but small enough to be inconspicuous. Mm -hmm. And you manage to put a silencer spell on the bag. And you put the vest in the bag and you shut the bag, just sling the bag over your shoulder. Got it. Um, and you guys are leaving Chet in the kitchen unconscious, right? Maybe we should leave him a note. Like, help yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do it. I leave a note and I say, help yourself to anything in the um, kitchen, make yourself at home, and then I lock the door <laughs> and go out. Okay. <laughs> So you guys are heading out. We're gonna cut back over to the warden's office. Everlord, mm. what are you doing? What are you doing, Emmy? <laughs> uh, I said very suspiciously. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, filling out paperwork and or uh, filling out the last little bit. I've cleaned up my hair and I've fixed my my clothes and I have my warden uniform on and I've been exchanging like I'm gonna go and back and forth between like meeting eyes with Finn every now and then, like looking up and then kind of like smiling and then going back down and then I'd come back up and then out of the corner of my eye, I see the secretary and she's just like fighting her papers, just like, because she's still pissed that I set her little papers on she's fire. She's had to like redo some of the paperwork because it was singed too badly. Yeah. Jokes on her. That's she's rude. not happy with you. Talk shit, <coughs> get burnt. Didn't have to rhyme, don't care. 
Um, and then so uh, I'm feeling out like like Finel's like filled me in okay. on what's going on with uh, with uh, Isley, Isley Morris. Isley, yeah. And I'm gonna go over. I'm like getting ready to go over to her house. To Isley's apartment. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as you're about to head out of your office, the one that you share with Finel, right? Yeah. The one where your desks are both in the same room. Yeah. Um, like the X Files. Yeah. Um, uh, there's like on the window. And there's a pixie there, and she looks really concerned. Um, and she's she's there, and she says, uh, "Emberlar Ardeo." Yes. I have a message for you. Okay. Um, the message is. Um, Chet Stockington. Yeah. Chet Stockington. Yes. Come, come in. Come in. Come oh. in. And she like flies in. Um, I shut the window. Shut the door. And um, she like lands on your desk um, and like composes herself. Chet Stockington is in the back storeroom of the shop at 119 Silver Street. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Question. For me? Yes. The okay. people who gave you this message. Yes. <laughs> what were they doing? They were standing on their porch and airing out the bad smell of the, the room next door. They said there was work being done. It smelled very bad. Mm, of course it was. Uh, what did it smell like? Like sulfur and lavender. Can I roll to see what that is? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That'd be on Arcanica, right? It's on Arcanica, yeah. All right. That is, you know what, no. <laughs> I would have had, I'm really like, spinning a paper. I want to know what this damn thing is. Okay. Ambalor is smart. He is smart. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Oh, well, no. That's it. Oh, uh, you jinxed yourself. I did. I jinxed myself. That's, that's a zero. That's a zero. Uh, I mean, unless I want to spin it. No, no. I'm going to spin one more. One okay. More. One more. All right. <clears throat> Everyone blowing it. I don't know if I should. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! There, boom, imagine. there we go. Four. What is it? Four? Um, sounds like a hex. It's a hex. Ah. Yeah, it sounds like some kind of hex. You're not sure what kind of hex, but mm -hmm. it's definitely some kind of hex. All right, is there a specific way that you can get rid of, or like, a, I'm assuming there's like, the, not like a cure-all for all hexes? Mm, yeah, it would be very specific. Um, what You'd have to figure out what kind of hex it is, and then you'd have to go look up whatever the the antidote for a hex okay. of that kind would be. Mm -hmm. um, Are there professionals who do this that I could hire? Theoretically, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could mm -hmm. find someone to get rid of it for you, but you need to figure out what kind of hex it is first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, I don't talk to this. Uh, thank you for, thank you for coming, delivering the message. Thank you. Um, can I give you something to return to them? Yes. <laughs> you don't have to go back all the way inside by the smell. Um, here, and I, I write down a little note. Okay. And then I scribble it and hand it to her. And uh, I say, uh, I hand it to her, and I'm like, uh, it basically just says, tell them it's a hex. Tell them that I'm going to Isley Morris's place. And just, if you can't utter that out real quick, just drop the paper and then run. So the smell is probably pretty bad. <laughs> It was pretty bad. Yeah, most exes are. <clears throat> um, Is that all? Yeah, what's your name? What? Do you have a name? 
Something you call yourself? Am I in trouble? They asked me that too, but no, no, you're no, a warden, just, so if I'm in trouble, I'd kind of like to know. Trouble. You're not in trouble. I'm just... I'm, no, it... No, don't... Never, never mind. Um, you're not in trouble. Uh, thank you. Relay the information to them that there's a hex, and then have them call this number, and then, or... <laughs> send a pixie. Send a pixie. Send a pixie. Send a, have, uh, send a pixie. Have them send a different pixie because you've done enough for them already. <laughs> oh. Uh, unless you want to, you can if you want to. I just figured that we're probably holding you up from stuff that you want to do today. Uh, no. And then, okay. Well, if you want to, you can. You don't have to. <laughs> so, here's a, a person who can help them get rid of the hex. Uh, thank you so much. Hope you have a good day. <laughs> Can I go? If you want, yeah. Thank you. She like she's gone. <laughs> um, she's so oppressed. She's so she's cute. very oppressed. <laughs> End of episode. Thanks for listening to Warda. Warda was created by Ali Grauer and Drew Merzieski. The players are Amy Powell as Owen Ballard, Frank Gasparo as Tippin, and Justin Blankenship as Embrelar Ardeo. The music for Warda was written by Arnie Parrott. He can be found at atptunes.com. Be sure to subscribe to welcometowarda.com for updates. Follow us on Twitter at welcometowarda and send us your thoughts. We can be reached at welcometowarda at gmail.com. We love hearing comments, questions about the world, and anything else you might come up with. And if you feel like supporting what we do, you can contribute to patreon.com slash whimsyartifice. We'd love to have you join us. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.